Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing the back cover of The Weird Weird West. Back covers are hard uh, because they are mostly summaries of the book that I have just picked apart to the point of exhaustion, so I actually feel relieved when a back cover doesn't do its job. If it's being a good back cover and recounting the best aspects of the book we've just read, it's real hard, but if it's not doing that job, then not only is it dumb, but it presents something new to talk about. Such is the case today. Let me read you this copy from the back of the book. Quote, The Weird Weird West by Ray Winninger. It was all supposed to be so easy. But after the heroes go through a tour of duty in World War II, not bad for heroes born in the 1950s, things once again get complicated. Now we can't trust this back cover, but I want to enter this into the record as evidence. This author does want us to believe that, for example, the Hawkeye we are playing in this game was born in the 1950s. And so are the other modern heroes we might be playing, by and large. That means they're all 30 at the youngest, which I can just about accept. Tigra sure seems like she's in her 20s, especially as she's a newer hero. She and Moon Knight don't go back as far as the other characters. They have less comic book history. But Moon Knight also has like a more extended involved backstory. So yeah, I can just about believe that all these people are like early 30s. So the author can just get away with this. But while this is evidence that we're not doing like the 15 year Marvel sliding time scale, it doesn't settle whether we're condensing time at all. If Hawkeye is 30 years old and was born in 1959, then he's 30 now, but that also means that when he debuted in 1964 as an Iron Man villain, he was five. So either we're condensing and shifting things a little bit, or like the 50s is an estimate, Hawkeye is one of the older heroes, he was actually born in the late 40s, he was like 18 when he joined the Avengers, that sort of thing. Quote, it seems that time travel is once again called for, but this time things are kind of strange. In fact, history itself has begun to disappear. All kinds of people are showing up where they shouldn't be or not showing up where they should. Just as the timelines are diverging, I feel like we are slowly diverging from what actually happens in this story. Like, the heroes went through a tour of duty in World War II. True, that happened in a module. The heroes were born in the 1950s. Uh, maybe, if you fudge it. I don't know, I'll get back to you. In this time travel adventure, history itself has begun to disappear. Well, it's kind of a plot point that history doesn't actually disappear, and we don't actually notice anything missing, But it, but it's true that things are vanishing from one point in time to another, okay, all kinds of people are showing up where they shouldn't be, or not showing up where they should. I mean, I guess in in theory, in principle, like, these people have to have come from their home time. I guess that means they vanished from there? Like, the crows are, are they missing in the 21st century? Or did they kind of bring part of the 21st century with them? It's not really clear. But in any case, we don't deal with any cases of someone not being there who we expected. And this goes on, quote, The key seems to fall somewhere in the 1870s, around Dodge City, Kansas. All you've got to do is go there and fix the problems. But Dodge is a city under siege, a siege that only superheroes can break. Ready to attack are the armies of Napoleon, Genghis Khan, and Alexander the Great. This doesn't happen, Uh, and Dodge City is not under siege by anybody but some kind of marauding polycule of three tyrannosaurs. Furthermore, there are no people there to be under siege because everybody's fled because of the dinosaurs, And it doesn't seem like Alexander the Great or Genghis Khan or Napoleon 
really have any serious plans to even try to break into the abandoned city to get food because the dinosaurs Napoleon wants to once he's got us he he tries to get in there but you know sneaking into town raiding the supermarkets and then running away walking dead style I, I would not characterize as a siege the dumbest thing in this page is this emphasis on Dodge City in the back because this copy does make it sound like Dodge City is going to be the focus of this adventure when you combine this with the cover with the three western heroes and an overfull trash bag on the cover facing off against the forces of historical foes, that looks like we're fighting time travel bad guys in Dodge City for Dodge City. And the back cover supports that. There are time travel shenanigans and the key is Dodge City. We've got to go to Dodge City and solve this problem. But the problem is Dodge City is under attack. Alexander the Great and Genghis Khan and Napoleon are about to attack Dodge City. It is fully possible to go through this adventure and never step foot near Dodge City. There's nothing happening there. It's one general store with some food and water in it and three dinosaurs milling around to keep you from getting that food and water. If you happen to want the food and water, optionally, you can come sneak past or fight your way past the dinosaurs and get it and then leave. There is explicitly nothing else to do in Dodge City. Page 25, paragraph 1, line 13. Quote, there are no other clues or items of interest in the town. It is canonical that there is nothing interesting happening in Dodge City in this adventure. This is the dumbest thing on one level because it is misleading, I think, to the buyer. If you bought this expecting that we we're going to have an Old West adventure in Dodge City, we're, we're not. Uh, you will be disappointed. But it's also dumb in a way that's a little more sympathetic for me. There clearly was a stage where this was intended to be what it should have been, which is an Old West adventure in the same way that all this and World War II was a World War II adventure. We were meant to go do Western stuff the same way that we did war stuff in all this and World War II. In fact, the specificity of this, the fact that it says that Dodge City is under attack by these three generals, really suggests to me that there was kind of a topic selected for this adventure, and there was an original concept of what we were supposed to do, but as the elements that the author wanted came together, as he kind of did the math on like the story structure and the contents of the book, you know, what was going to be in each chapter and what we were going to do, I think as the structure came together, the idea fell apart, which is how we ended up with an adventure module with... Dodge City drawn on the front cover, talked up on the back cover, and virtually absent from the interior. And that's kind of sad. I would have liked to play the adventure that this wanted to be. Rounding up a bunch of cowboys and sheriffs and ruffians and rowdy saloon girls and defending Dodge City from Alexander the Great sounds like a lot more fun than playing chess with Napoleon and convincing him to help me fight lizards. As has been my refrain throughout this book, I expected some cowboy shit and I didn't get it and I missed it. Alas for the cowboy shit that could have been but we can't mourn forever. There are still maps to talk about. Join me next time as we discuss the player's map of the Dodge City region on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at Kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>